Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today we're talking all things what it takes to be a successful business owner. I am feeling really lit up by this conversation because currently I am revamping and redoing my business accelerator course, Ignite. Side note, that is currently on sale for 50% off for Black Friday through Monday. And I have just learned so much since I first put Ignite out into the world that I honestly really wanted to redo the entire thing. I could have recorded a couple of new videos and added them in there, but it feels a lot more authentic to me with everything that I've learned. I mean, my entire approach to business is completely different than it used to be when I first started. So it felt right to me to redo this entire course. I'm so excited because one of the videos that I put inside Ignite is called The Ten Commandments of a successful business owner. So this podcast episode is very much going to be inspired by that video. It ended up being, I think, almost 50 minutes long. So I'm pretty sure I'll have to split this conversation into two parts. Part one is going to be today, and then part two will actually come out a few days from now on the 28th, which is a Monday and the last day of the 50% off sale for both Ignite and Synergy. So we're talking all things what it takes to be a successful business owner. And this is going to really be based off of your definition of success, which I know sounds very, very basic, But if you haven't sat down to think about this in a while, or maybe at one point you knew your definition of success, but because you've grown and changed and evolved as a human being and the things that you want might also have changed, it's really worth it to sit down and define what does success look like to me right now and then listening to this conversation as an accompaniment to that. So before we dive into the episode, some updates. Of course, I have the Black Friday sale going on for Synergy and Ignite, both courses are currently 50% off. You also have the option to bundle the courses together for a killer deal, killer deal. Each one of these, the bundle, Ignite, and Synergy all have payment plan options as well. So if you are looking to make 2023 a completely different year, It all starts with you. If you want to change, you have to make a change. And the biggest and best way to do that is by starting to shift your mindset, starting to shift your energy, allowing the changes to then radiate out from you, become magnetic, starting to become a master manifester. If you are a new or newer business owner, Ignite is for you. This is a 12-module long course with video content, homework to implement everything talked about in the videos that will teach you how to create consistent 5K months inside your business. We go through everything from how to step into leadership and CEO energy, how to take care of the back-end logistics of your business like taxes, bookkeeping, finances, all all the juicy stuff. We talk all things how to actually niche down and identify your target market audience, how to perform market research so that you can then learn exactly what it is that you need to create to fill in the gaps in your industry. Here's the thing. 
a lot of us have really great ideas for things that we want to bring into the universe, but it's already been done, right? Like, why would somebody want to step into the same exact version of something that already exists? It's our job to be creative and to listen to what it is that our audience wants and needs so that we can create something that hasn't existed before. Think about the challenges and struggles that you've gone through related to your market and niche. Think about those you probably needed a specific program or course or type of support that didn't exist when you were going through that thing. It's your job now to bring that into reality so that you can actually have the world be a better place, right? Like you might be thinking, well, I'm just like a coach that like helps people get stronger, but like your specific type of support, the specific way that you work with people, that's the magic right there. So after creating that offer, then I will teach you how to launch. This is something that a lot of business owners, I don't know if they just like skipped all the pages in this book, but like launching is so fucking important. If nobody knows that you have something to offer, it is really difficult for them to buy from you. So we cover everything from warming up your audience to educating about your offer, hyping it up, and then what happens when you open cart, what type of content you should be sharing, what type of stories you should be telling. We cover everything inside the launching modules. Yes, that's right. It is actually multiple modules long because it is that important. We also talk all things money mindset, how to rewire your brain for abundance, and how to scale your business beyond one-on-one offers. This is such an important conversation for a sustainable business model. You need to be able to stop trading your time for money. I mean, it's one thing to build up a very successful one-on-one practice. It's an entirely different beast altogether to create something that doesn't demand that you spend more of your time in order for it to grow. We also talk all things how to overcome and prevent burnout, such an important conversation, how to support your nervous system. I mean, as a business owner, and we'll talk about this in how to become a successful business owner today, but it is really all about how can you continuously push up against your growth edges without going so far overboard to where you need weeks and weeks and days to recover, right? Like this journey as a business owner is a huge self-development journey. I always call it like the one-way ticket to self-developmentville because it is going to be continuous, like you're continuously expanding, right? So when we actually work with our nervous system, we allow ourselves that period of time that's necessary for integration because we can't just always be expanding, expanding, expanding. We'd explode. Like we need to also increase our capacity to hold that expansion at the same time. So inside Ignite, you're going to learn everything again to scale to consistent 5k months inside your business. This is your literal roadmap on how to grow your business. I am so fucking proud of this course. It is everything that I really would have wanted when I was starting my business. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I paid tens of thousands of dollars for this information in a one-on-one setting, and I put all of that information into a course. It is 12 weeks long. It will change your life. If you want 2023 to be your year where you actually start stepping into becoming visible, putting yourself out there, and making real money inside your business, you're going to want to get your hands on this course. With Synergy, The reason that I paired these two courses together as well is because with both of them, you will be unfucking stoppable When you start the brain rewiring process as a business owner and shift out of scarcity mindset into abundance, your entire life will change. All of a sudden, you're going to go from feeling like, holy shit, my market is saturated. Like, what am I even doing? I, I I don't feel like I can stand out to feeling like there's more than enough for everybody and being so freaking inspired to create and share content and invite people into your container 
partners in very unique ways. This is also going to really change your relationship with money. It's going to change your relationship with your own self-worth and your confidence. And you're going to be able to show up that much more powerfully because when you feel like you can actually trust yourself and trust your decisions, that's when you're really going to move the needle forward on your business. The brain rewiring process is 90 days. So you commit to the process, you show up, you do your four rounds that are all 15 minutes every single day and just watch, literally just watch how your life changes around you. It has been such a pleasure and such an honor to hold space for my group participants going through the brain rewiring process right now. Every once in a while, I run Synergy as a group program. I probably won't anywhere in the near future, but it has been such a privilege to witness their experience expansion inside of the brain rewiring process and just see how their lives are changing. They're starting to notice, holy shit, that person actually really drains my energy and I never would have put that together until now. They're starting to set boundaries. They're starting to speak up and stand up for themselves and they're calling in incredible fucking opportunities. Like it is just so cool to see these big shifts happen in such a short period of time. I think a lot of the times we think that things have to take a long time, like in order for it to be like worth it or whatever, we need to to like struggle and suffer for a long period of time. Like, absolutely not. You do not need to prescribe to that bullshit. Things can happen so fucking quickly. Literally, miracles can happen. Your day and your life can look completely different from one month to the next. I mean, take it from me. I went from dead broke to making consistent 20K months in a matter of three months, in a matter of three months. Everybody else might tell you that's impossible. What if you were actually just open to that as a possibility? What if? Then it starts bringing up all these fears, right? Like, am I good enough? Do I deserve this? This is exactly what we tackle head on inside brain rewiring. We are showing up and looking at all of your limiting beliefs surrounding why you don't think that you deserve these things, why you don't feel like you deserve everything that you've ever wanted and more, why you don't feel like you're good enough, why you, why imposter syndrome keeps popping up time and time again, forcing you to play small, why your ego is running the show, why you're letting fear make all of your decisions. So if you want to learn more about either Ignite or Synergy, head to the link in the show notes. You can check out the bundle option as well. These are both self-paced courses. You will have unlimited time to consume the material. You have lifetime access. You can return back to these at any point in time. And one of the coolest parts too is that I now use a platform called Kajabi to host all of my courses. So you can actually do these on the go. You can download the app and listen to the modules as you're driving, as you are on a road trip, or maybe you're just on a walk. So you can have all of this information right at your fingertips and you don't need to be at your desktop. So that sale is only going through Monday the 28th. These both, both of these courses will never be 50% off again. This is literally just like this year. Like we're just doing it this year because 2023 is coming so fucking soon. And again, like a lot of people wait until January to make these big changes, but like let's just do it now, right? Like if you're feeling called to it, like let's make a big life change right now because a month from now, your life could already look completely different. It could already be a completely different reality than you're experiencing right now. So super excited about that. And I have just two spots left at the time of this recording in the 1212 energy healing circle. So this is a high energy healing. We're doing all things cord cutting, releasing, 
emotional baggage, emotional energy, any energy that you might be holding or storing for other people. We are doing a lot around release because it is the end of the year. The 1212 portal is, I mean, this is all about completion, cycle completion. So if you have habits or patterns that you've been holding on to that you're like, nope, I'm ready to be done with those officially, I would love for you to join us at this healing circle. It is going to be such an incredible experience. It will be hosted at 6 p.m. Pacific time. I have gotten a lot of questions about the timing for these events, and every time I do a healing circle, it changes time. So I'm just kind of picking based off of what people have told me. They would like to see and can attend. So two spots left for that. If you want to learn more and sign up, I will leave the link in the show notes, and I would absolutely love for you to join us. Alrighty, let's dive into this. So I'm going to maybe just call this the 10 commandments of a successful business owner because I, I actually find it to be very funny. I was very proud of myself for coming up with this. And the reason that this conversation is so important is because I think a lot of the times we get wrapped up into like a very narrow definition of success, right? Like our definition of failure is like pretty much everything, you know, very like black and white. I either did the thing or didn't do the thing. And that really doesn't serve us, right? Like you either like hit your launch goal or you're a failure. Like, no, that's like, that's way too harsh. Did you push your growth edges? Did you put yourself out there more than usual? Did you learn something about the way that you want to show up next time? Did you learn something that you don't like to do, right? Like, let's just actually get clear on your personal definition of success. And I think I've shared this on the podcast before, but my definition of failure on the opposite end is literally not showing up, letting fear win and not trying. Everything else, everything else in my book is success. And we get so trapped up in this, I think, sometimes. And if you're anything like me, you're probably very impatient. And I just want things to happen so quickly. I want things to happen so quickly. I grew my business to multiple six figures really fast. So I was kind of like, okay, well, seven shouldn't be that hard. And it has just been this learning and deconditioning process and all of these personal growth journeys along the way. It has really been such a beautiful journey. But the reason that I bring this up is because if we are being impatient with it, we're trying to rush the process. We are forgetting that running and owning a business is a very long-term relationship. It's a long-term commitment. So it's continually asking ourselves to anchor back into your mission, what you're here to do, and remind yourself that it's about the longevity of the business. Because the better relationship that you have with your business and the more successful you feel, I mean, not only the more successful you'll become, but it will be easier to run your business, especially when things feel challenging. So the first commandment, let's start with this one. I mean, you know I'm probably going to say it. It's adaptability. It's the ability to be flexible. If you are rigid in the way that you run your business because maybe something that you did in the past is or was successful, so you're going to continue to do that method until the day that you die— it's going to be pretty rough, right? Like you need to be very dynamic as a business owner. I mean, think about even social media, like the the people that are running businesses, like a mom and pop shop that refuse to use social media. Like I totally get it, but also you are missing out on so much potential business because you're unwilling to adapt. You are unwilling to learn a new skill set. Like this is all about responding to the environment that we're in, understanding that the world is always changing, shifting, and evolving, and we need to be able to show up in a way that reflects that. We need to be able to pivot at a 
the drop of a dime, right? Like I have gone through this so many times, both with myself and with clients. Like we have launches that are maybe really not going the way that we wanted to. Maybe that's not the type of format that it was supposed to be. Maybe instead of a singular workshop, it was actually supposed to be a group program. So being able to pivot in that moment and asking yourself without the ego involved, what is working here? What is not working? And what do I need to do from this? Because as a business owner, your ability to make decisions, and we'll talk about this as well, but your ability to make decisions is fucking everything. If you don't make decisions, your business doesn't move forward, period. I mean, even by you not making a decision, that is you making a decision, but it's instead of creating things and being a co-creator and stepping into that role, it is allowing things to happen. I think I've used this analogy, but it's like sitting on the shore and you're just like letting these waves pummel you instead of grabbing the surfboard right next to you and like fucking surfing. Like, which one do you want to be? Do you want to jump or do you want to get pushed? So being adaptable, reminding yourself that yes, the algorithm is always going to change. There's always going to be another social media platform. There's always going to be something that happens that you'll need to respond to as a business owner. I mean, because also that keeps things interesting, right? Like, that would be boring as fuck to show up the same exact way every single time. I mean, I think about this with one of my clients and this was a conversation we had a while ago and she was just like, okay, my launches, like they're not going well. And I was like, okay, well, what's up? What are you doing? And she's like, well, I used this launch method like back when I first started and I've been using the same method and I'm just like not getting the results that I used to get. And I was like, well, that's because you're trying to apply the same situation to a completely different environment and we need to start getting more creative, right? Like we need to to do some different things. We need to maybe go live on Instagram instead of just posting stories. We need to add, you know, maybe a more storytelling or emotional component so that people can actually connect with the material. So your ability to be adaptable, I mean, also just in your day-to-day life, like, I mean, as a business owner, we wear all the hats. Like today, I think about my day and I'm like, okay, well, I talked to my accountant. I talked to my retirement person, like the person that runs my retirement account. I also had a podcast interview and then now I'm recording a podcast and then I have an energy healing session like the ability to bounce around and be flexible like is so necessary if you are used to having control over all of the things running a business is going to feel like swimming upstream for you this is where we get to relax and surrender and actually release a lot of that control we get to allow the universe to show up after we've taken action right like it's that co-creation we have to steer the ship and and then the universe is the wind in the sails that continues to push us. So I really think it's just important to just keep that in mind, right? Like anytime it feels like, holy shit, I am like trudging through this right now. It feels so hard. I mean, first of all, A, permission to keep it simple. What would easy look like? What would easy feel like? And then ask yourself, am I trying to apply an old model to a new situation? And how could I actually just give myself permission to do this easier, to do it in a different way? Just because that's what worked in the past doesn't mean it's what's going to work now. I mean, this is actually really true. What got you here isn't what's going to get you there. 
right? Like just because, and I'll use this as an example, just because you were able to track your food and improve your athletic performance from that doesn't mean that that's always going to be the variable that's directly related to your athletic performance, right? Like maybe this time it's your sleep. So we can't just be in this like single, like the word that just keeps coming to mind is like rigidity. Like where are you experiencing rigidity in the way that you run things, in the way that you launch, in the way that you show up? And how can we actually just start to add in a little bit more like play and fun and I mean, honestly, it's that surrender energy. It's getting into your feminine. It's receiving. It's being able to roll with the punches. And it's understanding, too, that not everything is just linear, linear progression all the time. Like, a lot of the times, it's more cyclical. How can we start to embrace that nature more? Commandment number two. Okay, I alluded to this, but it is actually your ability to make decisions and move through fear quickly. Holy shit, if you do nothing else— inside this category right here, please go pull up your human design chart and learn about your authority. Please go take a look at that because your authority is actually the way that you make decisions as a human being. So there are seven different authorities. I'm not going to go through all of them right now, but it is really important to understand which one is mine and what is the way that is the most correct for me to make decisions so that I can stay in alignment more often than not, so that I can find alignment more quickly. So for me, I have an emotional authority. This is 50% of the population that also have this. That means that if I'm making decisions in emotional highs, or lows. So if I'm having like a terrible day, like maybe something happens like with my my accountant, like the books are off or something and it just like throws me off, I should not be making decisions in that state related to my business. I actually need to wait until I come out of that emotional fog when I'm feeling more clarity a couple of days later, then I can make the big decision, right? So if that is going to be your authority and somebody is just like presenting you with an opportunity and you're like so excited about it and you're like, yeah, yeah, like fuck yeah, it's maybe not going to be the decision that actually sits right with you a couple of days after that. And knowing this about yourself, then you can start to set boundaries around it, right? Like, actually, I just need a couple of days to decide. This sounds really exciting, but I don't want to say yes too soon and then have to back out of it. So I'll let you know when I've come to a decision. This is boundaries. This is starting to get to know yourself on a deep level. The more and more deeply you know yourself, the more successful you can become. Getting to know your authority in human design will start to build up a lot of trust with you. If you have a sacral authority, this is going to look like a gut response, a gut feeling, a gut reaction. Is it a yes or is it a no? Does it feel like a contraction? Does it feel like an expansion in my body? That is absolutely what you're designed to listen to. So, Go pull up your chart. I would highly recommend just Googling human design chart and getting that information. Again, you're looking at the authority and then just do a little bit of Googling on that. Um, Eventually in the future, I would love, love, love to do deep dives into human design on the podcast. This course that I'm going through, this human design certification course has been eye-opening, life-changing, eye-opening. I'm absolutely loving learning all things human design right now. And I just really think it's so important as a business owner to understand yourself on a deep level so that you can learn how to manage yourself, so that you can actually learn the way that you are the most effective and efficient and what you're here to do. So moving through decisions quickly, you know, things like imposter syndrome are going to come up and 
if you're letting fear run the show, you're going you're gonna to play small. You're going to shrink back. You're not going to be visible. But it's continually reminding ourselves that, okay, if I'm making this decision out of fear, that can't be moving me closer to my mission. That can't be the thing that I'm here to do. And just because we haven't experienced it yet doesn't mean it's not bad. Your brain just thinks it is. Your ego just thinks it is. But everything that we want is in the unknown. So if we can start to learn the things that trigger our nervous system, the things that trigger our fear response, and we're really clear about them, and we have those supportive tools like coaches or mentors, journaling, meditation, where we're able to sit with those feelings, we can actually start to move through that fear a lot more quickly, right? Like this is so much self-awareness that it takes in order to move through the fear to make the decision, which is actually going to be the thing that moves you forward. So highly recommend just getting to know yourself on a base level, understanding the way that you need to make decisions in order to stay in alignment in this world. And understanding too, that like a lot of the times when we're up against something, like it can feel like a lot, right? Like there are moments in your business where you're like, holy shit, like this is fucking it. Like, is that a growth edge or is that uncomfortable because it's actually not meant for you? And sometimes it's a very fine line. Like sometimes we're not actually sure which one it is, but giving yourself permission to just sit with that for a while, like just because the entire rest of the world moves at a lightning bolt fucking pace, which I would argue is not actually supportive for anybody, But just because the world moves at that pace doesn't mean that you also need to, right? Like, how can you actually just give yourself permission to sit with some of these feelings in order for you to get the information out of them? I think that, you know, this actually is not talked about enough in the business owner world is how much of a hit our fucking nervous systems take in the growth process, in the expansion, and in the scaling, especially those first, like, couple of years when you're building a business where you kind of are just, like, doing everything so that things work out, eventually that's not going to be sustainable, right? So you need to be able to allow these emotions to move through your body because the body holds on to those. If we haven't fully released and let go of those emotions, they're going to be trapped and stored in the body, and they're going to show up later. It might be a physical manifestation of illness, it might be or look like anxiety, but we need to be able to move through those. Notice how I'm not just saying like ignore the fear. Like we need to actually like go into it, right? The only way out is through. Number three, understanding that absolutely everything inside your business is an experiment. If you would like to think of your business, I mean also this reality that we're in, as a video game, and that works for you, do it. Because every single thing that you're going into does not have life or death consequences. I know it feels like it. And I know that your ego is like, kind of like, yeah, it does. Like, what if I don't get paid? But it's all an experiment, right? I mean, like going back to number one, like we have to be adaptable. We have to be flexible. So because of that, we have to introduce different variables into the equation, right? Like we can't always launch the same way because it's a different environment. It's a different time. You're a different person. You're showing up with different energy. There are absolutely no mistakes. There are only gifts. When we start to shift out of victim mindset and we start to enter into radical responsibility, empowerment, sovereignty, we start to really realize that everything is happening for us. So you can't fuck it up. You actually can't make a wrong decision. 
and understanding that there you like you can't make a mistake, you can't mess it up. There's only learning, there's only good to come from it actually makes the entire process that much more fun, right? Again, it's this idea of like introducing play, introducing flow, starting to actually step into your feminine energy, starting to receive, starting to really use all of this to then feed into your creativity. Running a business, I, I hands down, swear to God, is one of the most creative things anyone can ever do. I mean, think about it, right? You're always thinking about what are new ways that I can show up? What are new things that I can create? How can I create content? How can I creatively come up with a solution to this client's problem? It's all creativity. It's all wrapped up in there. So approaching it like an experiment, I just really feel like it lightens up the entire mood, which is going to shift your energy. Your audience can feel your energy. If you are approaching something lighthearted, you're like, I this, I fucking love this. Like this is, I'm just experimenting with this. I'm just putting this out there instead of like being so serious. Like people are really, really going to like that. So this is also just basic growth mindset. Like fixed mindset is like, I can't learn anything. Everything's happening to me and an inability to grow. I mean, if you're running a business, you literally want that business to grow. And in order for that to happen, you have to grow. So approaching things as if everything is just a variable inside this equation, we just get to tweak the variables. Sometimes we tweak too many variables and we don't know which ones actually changed the outcome. Sometimes we tweak a variable and that that changes everything. And then a couple of months later, we have to tweak that variable again. I mean, it's exactly like think about when you were a kid and you were able to eat whatever you want and you felt like probably pretty awesome. I mean, I remember I used to eat like a giant fucking bowl of fruity pebbles and then go swimming like 20 minutes later. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. If I did that now, I would definitely vomit all over the place. Like there's no way my body would tolerate that now. And for whatever reason, our bodies change in the requirements that they have, right? Like what we used to be able to do isn't what's necessarily going to be best for us right now. I can almost guarantee that if you start approaching everything like an experiment, like you can't fuck it up, you can't make a mistake, you're going to have a lot more fun inside your business. And that is going to only positively reflect and radiate outwards. I am so excited for this. I have never before seen a company do this for an entire month, but ClearSTEM is special as always. And throughout the month of November, you can actually save 26% off of their products. This is the skincare line that I've been using for almost the past two years and I am fully obsessed. I don't think I will ever be using anything else and I'm definitely stocking up on this 26% off sale. I wanted to tell you about this product that I've been super, super into lately. It is actually a face mask and it makes me feel really bougie. It makes me feel like a queen and I fucking love it. It is called their pre-game face mask. So what you're supposed to use this for is in the morning before you are putting on makeup. Maybe you're gonna be on video that day. What I like to think of it as is like this little hack for removing lines, any dead skin cells that you have, and your makeup just goes on super smooth, super buttery. So this is an exfoliant. It's meant to brighten and resurface and smooth out your skin. It smells like pineapple. It's also blue. It's blue and glittery, and I fucking love putting it on my face. You leave it on there for three to five minutes. It is after you wash your face, and then you just rinse it off and continue on with your skincare as usual. 
visual, toner, serums, moisturizer, makeup, and every single time I use it, I honestly, it's hard for me to stop touching my face because it is that smooth, even though touching your face isn't necessarily good. So this is my secret weapon for any time that I'm going to be on camera, whether that is recording videos for courses, going live on Instagram, or doing a coaching call for one-on-one -on -one clients or for my group programs. This is my back pocket. Makes me feel good, makes me feel like absolute royalty. It is one of my favorite things. I never thought I'd be the type of person that was into face masks, but here we are. I'm 31 now, and it's probably about time for me to start taking responsibility and care of my skin. So if you wanna try out any of Clear Stem's products, you can head to clearstemskincare.com and use code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 26% off. I absolutely love their vitamin-infused face wash. I am obsessed with their Cell Renew Serum, also their Clarity Serum. I mean, come on, who doesn't want both anti-acne and anti-aging products all in one? And I really love their Hydra Glow Moisturizer. It smells like Skittles and it's super lightweight. I have very sensitive skin and Clearstem has been absolutely wonderful, especially heading into the winter where my skin just turns into like this dry mess usually. But I have been really loving taking extra care of myself. I mean, this is just like self-care, just basic self-care and it feels so luxurious. I am super excited to see what you try out from Clearstem. If you end up ordering, tag me on your Instagram stories. I cannot wait to see what you got and how you're loving it. Moving on to the fourth commandment. This one is all about being in abundance mindset. So I know I've talked a lot about abundance mindset. If you got your hands on magnetize the free masterclass that I did all about shifting out of scarcity mindset and calling in clients energetically, then you are very familiar with this conversation already. But abundance doesn't just mean financially. It's all related. So a lot of the times I feel like we think that we can compartmentalize things and we put things in certain categories. Like, for example, we might be living in scarcity mindset inside of our love lives, inside of relationships, thinking that, oh, if I'm not with this person, then I mean, who am I going to be with? Like, A, who's going to love me? B, is it really going to get better than this? Could it get better than this? So we settle a lot of the times. If you are in scarcity mindset in one area and aspect of your life, that's also carrying over into other areas as well. It is really hard to separate those out. So doing an inventory of what are my thoughts and beliefs around there's enough to go around. I mean, this could even be resources. This could definitely relate to money. It could relate to love. It could relate to your time. It could relate to your energy, your health, if you're struggling with chronic health issues, and really starting to examine what are my beliefs around this? Am I living in scarcity in any part of my life? And how might that be bleeding over into running a business? Because if you're in scarcity mindset, let's say in relationships, what's then your relationship with the amount of clients that there are out there available to you? I mean, it really is like that that saying, like, there's a ton of fish in the sea. And is that something that you truly believe for yourself? Or are you playing into the narrative that your market is saturated, that there's just really not that many people out there, that not that many people are either going to get what you're saying, not a lot of people are actually going to see what it is that you're doing. I mean, everything that we think creates our reality. So if you are having thoughts like that, and you are literally saying like, okay, this is this is the reality that I'm perceiving. That's what's going to be played out in front of you, right? Like that's going to be something where it is a 
self-serving, self-sabotage cycle. Like the things that you say and the things that you think, that's actually what it is that you create. So how can we actually find evidence for the opposite? So if you're struggling with thinking that there's enough clients out there for you, well, how can you actually sit down and write out, okay, this is when I got a client here. I actually got a referral here. And it's starting to prove to yourself that actually the opposite is also true. It's an and type of situation. You can feel like there's not a lot of clients out there and you've already got plenty of clients. So it's really just anchoring into which of these thoughts do you want to be your reality? And I will say that shifting into abundance mindset, I mean, even in just one area and aspect of your life, I mean, this this moment with my mentor changed the entire course and direction of my life. She asked me how I could be settling in one of my relationships. I was kind of explaining to her, you know, what was going on, my fears around leaving that relationship and just kind of like what what I was going through at the time. And she was like, I don't, I don't know how you don't see this, but like, how can you expect to settle and be in scarcity mindset in your relationship and then also expect your business to grow on the other side? Like, it's, it doesn't work that way. And I was like, oh my God. And that was like such a big wake up call for me because I started to realize like, if I'm settling here, I'm also settling in this other area. And shortly after that, I mean, it didn't take me long to actually start taking action on that relationship. And that, I mean, I kid you not, once I let go of that relationship, no, it wasn't easy. I let go of that relationship and I had my highest income month to date. That is how it works, right? The universe wants, like, we would actually have everything that we've ever wanted. The universe wants to provide for us. The universe is so in support of us, but it is us that is in our own way, right? Like, we are the block. So how can you actually get out of your own way? I think a lot of the times, especially with abundance, this really relates back to it being a fear of success. Like, I know a lot of people think and say that they're afraid of failure. Like, yeah, nobody likes being rejected. Nobody likes feeling like the thing that they put a of time, work, and effort into didn't pan out, but it's actually a way of keeping ourselves small. It's keeping keeping us safe, right? Like we wouldn't do anything if it didn't serve us. So starting to look into, is me staying small, staying a smaller business, staying more broke, more poor, whatever it is, how is that actually serving me? Is it stressing me out? So then I work in like really short bursts and I'm actually the type of person that kind of needs that pressure. Is this self-serving me because then I get to stay stuck in victim mindset? I get other people to feel bad for me, to tell me I'm doing such a good job. I'm getting that external validation. I think that this is probably one of the most important questions that we can ask ourselves when it comes to patterns, habits, and limiting beliefs that we know are not contributing positively to our life is how is this serving me? This requires radical honesty. And no, it's not comfortable. No, it's not easy. But it's really worth it when you start to dive into why am I continuing to do this thing that I know isn't beneficial for me? Because otherwise, we're going to keep doing it if we don't actually bring that information to light. And I mean, this, this really goes right along with shadow work, right? Like integrating all of those different pieces and parts of ourselves so that we can actually show up authentically. Show up 100% as you at all points in time. Shadow work is one of those tools that like, ugh, yeah, you like kind of cringe when you do it and you're like, oh my God, I'm the, the most awful human ever. But then you realize, oh shit, okay, everybody's got their own, right? Like everybody's shit stinks. 
everybody's. Like, you are not alone. You are not exclusive in this. And starting to dive into some of these aspects that you might have repressed, I mean, this is going to bring up so fucking much. One of my friends on Instagram the other day, she was saying that she was house shopping and it's really triggering her scarcity mindset because it's her perception of it is like, oh my God, everything's so small. Everything is so expensive. Like I have, and I've worked on this abundance mindset for so long, but like, this is something that's really triggering me in this moment. And that's the thing with all of these concepts is even though you might have done a lot of work on it, there's still going to be moments that trigger you back into your old habits and patterns. And it's up to you then to hold that frequency. Can you hold the frequency? Can you prove to the universe that like, okay, I've done the work. Like, yes, you can throw whatever it is that you want in front of me, but I am, I'm a new version of myself. Like I'm showing up. I've integrated all these pieces of me. I feel calm and secure in the work that I've done. I mean, for a personal example, like pivoting my business and purposefully letting go of 50% of my income, you know, going from climbing coaching to business coaching, business mentoring full time, and completely understanding that it was essentially like I was starting from scratch. And I had to figure out how to build an entirely new business. Yes, I had a lot of the knowledge that I have. I know how to sell. I feel really confident in that. But I was talking to an entirely different market with an email address and an Instagram account that I had built up for a completely different reason, right? Like, sure, there's some crossover for people who are interested in climbing and growing a business. But for me, that was so triggering. I totally went back into scarcity mindset. It was all of this, like, who's going to hire me? You know, I'm just another business coach. Like, what what even makes me special? It was a lot around, okay, well, I only have this many people on my email list. Like, and there's even fewer that are actually interested in this. I had a lot of unsubscribes at the time. I had a lot of people stop listening to the podcast. And I knew all of that was going to happen, but then actually going through it and having it happen was a lot different, right? But I knew that I had to pivot. I had to pivot. I couldn't keep doing something that wasn't actually filling up my soul. That right there, if I would have stayed in that settling, that's also scarcity mindset. So for me, abundance mindset was choosing this decision out of love, even though there was still fear present. And on the other side of it, learning how to build back up my income, build back up my confidence with, you know, posting content and speaking directly to who it is that I want to speak with and being vulnerable and showing up authentically, like it's been so worth it. So I'm really happy to have had those moments where I have, you know, done so much work on moving out of scarcity mindset and into abundance, but then for me to be triggered right back into it to really put some of these tools to use because being in abundance mindset and understanding that the entire universe is actually working for you is such a big mindset change as a business owner, honestly, I'm not sure any any type of mindset would serve you better than shifting into abundance mindset, believing that there's always more available, there's always more clients, more money, more opportunities, more ideas, more creativity, more time, more joy, all of it. Like if you truly believed all of those things, you would show up a hell of a lot differently. You probably wouldn't put as much pressure on yourself to show up when you didn't feel like it. You would actually save it for when you felt powerful and potent and you actually had something to say. Okay, let's move on to number five. So number five is learning and reiterating that rejection is redirection and it is protection, right? So we are a lot of the times very enmeshed with our businesses. We are taking things very personally. Oh, that person said no to working with me. They said no to my offer. And we're like, oh my God, it feels like they're literally saying no to me. 
So this rejection piece is definitely rooted in childhood. So if you can think of, okay, when's that first time that I actually felt rejection? Maybe it was wanting a hug from a parent, but they were too busy. So they, they weren't able to, and they just told you like, not right now. Like I need to, I need to focus on this. And you felt like your world shattered at that moment. So everything that you've done since then has been in order to receive the love, whether that is, you know, we adjust ourselves, we people please, we cross our own boundaries because we don't want to miss out on that love. I mean, that early relationship with our caretaker is so incredibly important. And then noticing how now as an adult, as a business owner, you are actually just, a lot of the times, we're just like doing things to avoid pain. We're not doing things to step into love and abundance and expansion. We're just doing things to avoid pain. We're doing things to avoid rejection and abandonment. And it is causing us, again, to show up a lot differently. So when we have this big fear of rejection, we are probably not going to talk about our offers quite as much. We're probably not going to be quite as, I don't want to say controversial, but we're not going to be as potent in our messaging because we are trying to water things down so that more people like us, so that we are more palatable for people. And at the end of the day, this is keeping you small as fuck. If you think about all of the bigger, you know, icons, business owners, whoever it is that you look up to, if you think about them, they've all got haters. Oprah's got haters. I mean, Obama's got a lot of haters. Like, not a single person that has ever made an impact does not have its fair share of haters. Like, so it's it's understanding, too, like, what is driving this need to be liked? Is it because if I feel liked, then I'll feel safe and accepted back into the tribe? And then I feel like that's my sense of security, like just knowing that I belong. But that is, that's your reptilian brain. That's your ego talking. It is, <laughs> as it turns out, we are not still in the hunter-gatherer era where we need like that insane protection of the tribe physically close to us. And it is safe for you to stand out. It is safe for you to be seen. It is safe for you to express your true feelings, your true nature, because that is the only way that it will allow people to come closer to you, the right people, friends, clients, those people want to find you. But if you are constantly, constantly showing up in this different adjusted version of yourself because you're afraid of being rejected, like you're not letting anybody get to know you. You are showing up as like 60% of yourself, and then no wonder we run into problems. Oh, that person doesn't really see me. I really feel like they don't get me. They don't understand me. Well, yeah, it's because you showed up as 60% of yourself, and you didn't even give them the opportunity to get to know you on a real 100% level. Is that fair to them? You're deciding for them ahead of time that they're not going to accept you, that they couldn't possibly love you for who you are. So starting to notice how all of these things are playing into how you run your business, learning how to separate and not taking things personally. A rejection is merely the universe saying, that wasn't for you. You tried that thing. Great. Let's go down this route. Maybe you had a launch that didn't quite go as you wanted it to. Okay. Awesome. That means you actually need to get a lot more creative. It means that you need to go back in and adjust some of the variables that you've had. And it means that you are that much more resilient to, quote, failure. 
referring back to commandment three, everything is an experiment. So if you're being rejected, and I'm putting that in quotes, are you really being rejected or are you just being put on a separate path? Or was that the universe saying, okay, actually this like client that you were going to take on was a giant red flag and you dodged a huge bullet with that one. And I know that that's a harder one to anchor into because those things actually haven't happened. So you're like, how do I know that was for my protection? This all comes back to your trust in the universe, your trust in yourself, your trust in the universe directly mirrors the trust that you have in yourself. The more that you trust yourself, the more that you're going to trust the universe to provide for you because you're able to surrender, because you're able to get into that receiving mode. So learning how to not take things personally, and this is going to help you show up in a really powerful way. When you can actually start to allow yourself to show up 100% as you, I'm thinking about one of my clients and dear friends who is just like the goofiest human. And being able to see her like being super goofy on Instagram stories, she's like dancing around, wiggling her eyebrows. I get such a fucking kick out of it. Oh my God. It like makes me laugh out loud when I watch her stories. That is what I want for you. I want you to show your goofy ass personality. I want you to show how weird you all are your quirks, your flaws, all of it, because that is actually what gives people the opportunity to create a genuine and deep connection with you. And that's what business is all about, is creating those deep, trusting containers where people feel like they can actually go beyond surface level with you, especially if you're working with people on things like mindset, their relationship to food. Maybe you're a therapist, a doctor, you're helping them regulate their nervous system. Like there's all of these things that are so important to have this intimate connection with. But if you're showing up as 60% of yourself, like again, you're not even giving somebody else the opportunity to make the connection with your real you. You are essentially rejecting yourself. Therefore, it's going to make a lot of sense when other people reject you because you haven't shown up as you the entire time. All right, I'm super pumped to record part two of this Ten Commandments series. So we'll do part two on Monday, the 28th. That's when that episode will come out. And this has just been this is one of the things I love to talk about most, right? Is like all of these little like mindset shifts and tweaks that we can make to become more successful, more effective, more efficient business owners, and really also step into our leadership. I've said this a lot, but owning a business is a huge self-development journey. Like it is one of the biggest ones that you will ever go on. It will challenge you in more ways than you knew was possible but it is one of the most rewarding things. Like for me, there are days when I'm like, I would love to quit this. Like I, thoughts like, wouldn't it just be nice to get a nine to five and just have somebody tell me what to do? And that usually snaps me out of it real quick. I'm like, oh no, no, actually it wouldn't have been there. I've done that, I hated it. On the other side of all of those thoughts, all of those like painful growth points, there's always the expansion. The contraction comes before the expansion. Alrighty, that's what I've got for you today. If you are interested in either Ignite or Synergy for 50% off, I would go head to the link in my bio ASAP because that sale is ending on Monday the 28th and neither of these programs will be going on sale for 50% off in the future. So if you haven't left a rating and a review yet and you want to take a couple of moments to put in some good vibes into the universe, I would sincerely appreciate it. I am so grateful for you. I hope you have the best Thanksgiving if you're in the US. 
US and you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, I will be outside hopefully rock climbing. <laughs> my family went to visit my grandma in a different state, so I am doing Thanksgiving solo this year, which is okay because I actually did two Thanksgivings last year, so I feel very okay in just taking some time to myself and meditating, being in ceremony, and doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes energetic work to get my business exactly where I want it to be. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have the best rest of your day, and I will talk to you next episode. Thank you.